1: Still got the whole city round me. If I'm coming out, you know the killers round me. When I'm in a the ring, they know that I'm the king of finger four for anybody trying to doubt me. I'm the best ever. We're well, the next level still fired up. Flame red devil ain't a soul here that could ever stop. This is impact. This is impact. Yeah. Got no time. Got no time. Got no time for the chick chat. I want my lick back. Yeah. Tell them all. Tell them all. Tell them all.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Impact Rundown. That's right, I'm I'm back. I don't know why, but I'm back. So hey, uh, we're hella sorry about missing so many weeks of Impact, but hey, better late than never, right, fuckers? Impact had hard to kill. It wasn't great, but here's what happened: Decay, which is Crazy Steve and Rosemary. Beat Caleb with an AK and Tennille Dashwood. Cody Diener has now renamed himself as Diener because Cody Rhodes can be the only one. He's now with Eric Young and Joe Doring in a group called Violent by Design. They beat Cousin Jake, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer in a match Chuck Gizader says is a must-miss. The Impact Knockouts Tag Team titles were won by Fire and Flava, which is Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles. They beat Fat and Fatter, Havoc, and Nevaeh. Matt Cardona joined Impact because nobody wanted this balding bore of a jobber. He beat Ace Austin because, you know, fuck putting over the young guys. Manic, a.k.a. PJ Torkins, retained his Exhibition Championship in a match with Chris Bay and Rohit Ragu. Deanna Perazzo beat Taya Valkyrie. Ethan Page lost but also kinda won because he was also Karate Man in a match he called a disgrace. Eddie Edwards still exists, and Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers beat Chris Sabin. Moose, and Rich Swan because fuck putting over the Impact talent. Speaking of AEW, decimating Impact, Private Part's party beat beer guns to become number one contenders for the tag belts of a company they don't belong to. There were two other Impact shows in between this and that, but who gives a shit? We start this episode of Impact with Eric Young and his violent by design cronies talking about trying to get Jake Deener to join them. Why would they want Jake Diener to join them? Don't call me Cody Deener. shaved his head to become more hardcore, I guess. Sammy Callahan talked with Trey Miguel, who now has bleach blonde hair, and told him that he wasted his time with the rascals and he is afraid to do anything on his own. So he wants him to join him so that he won't be doing anything on his own? Alright, whatever. We open Impact with a reminder that Tits on a Stick and Josh Forced Anal Matthews are no longer on commentary. Just let me take a moment to enjoy that. All right, moments over. We have a unique concept coming to us at No Surrender. No Surrender, of course, is this Saturday. The match card is as follows. The Good Brothers defend their tag team championships against Chris Saban and James Storm and Private Parts Party. Wait, what? Why is beer cheese in this match if they've lost the number one content? Whatever, I'm moving on. Rich Swann defends the Impact World Championship against Tommy Dreamer. TJ, I'm sorry, what? What the fuck I just say? You have the most eyes on your product that you have had in a decade. And you put Tommy Dreamer in a world title match? Jesus, fuck, dude. Anyways, PJ Torkins defends the X-Division Championship against Rohit Dragu. Eddie Edwards and Matt Cardona take on Brian Myers and Hernandez, and a winner is still a loser match. Fire and Flava defend against Havoc and Nevaeh, because apparently Impact only has two tag teams. In a Texas Tornado no DQ match. Alright. Diener takes on Jake something. Uh, Alright, well I guess that Jake Diener will become Jake something on this episode, so fucking strap yourself in for that. Deanna, Perrazzo, Kimberly, and Susan. Yep. Take on Jordan, Grace, Jazz, and ODP. Oh, so she's not defending her belt. Great. Triple XL and Neil Dashwood take on The Decay, which is Crazy Steve, Rosemary, and something called a Black Taurus. Or they're driving a Black Taurus? I don't know which one it is. And the match they are proud about is the Triple Threat Revolver match. Three people start in the ring. Once someone is eliminated, another person takes their place. So it's constantly a Triple Threat match. The person who wins that will then be number one contender. That seems like a long way to go to take on fucking PJ Torkins. That match will feature Ace Austin, something called Blake Christian, whatever the fuck that is, Chris Bay, Davari, I guess he's still alive, Josh Alexander, Suicide, Trey Miguel, and Willie Mac. Wait, isn't Suicide TJP? And he's also manic? God, I hate this fucking company. Matt Stryker says the internet message boards love Blake Christian. Sure, Stryker. It's whatever you say. We start off this match, which is, of course, uh, a way to show what is. It kind of going to happen in the triple threat match by having an eight person tag match. This is Ace, Blake, Bay, and Divari versus Trey, Willie, Suicide, and Alexander. So Alexander is a face now. Trey grabs the jaw of Ace, but Ace takes in Chris Bay. Remember when Trey and Chris Bay were like the independent talent that NXT was going to sign and like make big stars, shame. Suicide gets in the match. He, he still moves like PJ Torkin, so I'm just going to continue to assume that it's him, and he, he's going to win the revolver match so he can face himself. Strike says, everyone can understand doing things with a mask on, and says, now try to do an entire wrestling match with a mask on. Don't try to make that a thing. It's not the same thing. And there, should, uh, Anyone whining about wearing a mask is just whining. Devara gets in. He still looks really good. Shame he's not tagging with Arya. Mac lays the fat down and misses on a moonsault. Bay gets in and hits a twisting elbow onto Mac. It's a good thing the bar was set really low on commentary because Striker and DLO are kind of mediocre. Blake Christian gets in he's pretty much Wish.com Heath Slater, but hey, whatever. I mean, Impact has actual Heath Slater, but you know, he's nowhere to be found on this card. Blake and Trey take in. Trey goes nuts and hits a hip disconnector, then locks in an STF. Bay takes out Trey, and Josh Alexander gets in, and they fight, but they are not legal. Devari, also not legal, tries for a double suplex, but Alexander reverses. Ace Austin runs in, still not legal, and gets put on in a leg lock, and Stryker asks, Is this it? Well, no, because neither of those guys are the legal guy. So no, this is not the end of the match. Blake hits a senton on Alexander. Blake and Ace fight, and Willie Mack takes them out. This is what happens when you just decide that your refs are not going to have any credibility. Like, we've seriously been here for a solid three minutes with everybody getting in and out of this match. Zero tags happening, mind you. And the legal guys are just sitting in the corners watching everyone who's not legal fight it out. Mac then openly starts doing moves to the legal man, Blake, and somehow this is not a disqualification. Daivari takes him out, and they both go over the top ropes. Suicide now gets in, and uh, yeah. Suicide drop kicks Bay, and then drops Ace. Blake gets out of the way of Trey, and hits, and he hits Suicide off the apron. Blake then hits a top rope flatliner for two. <laughs> All right, a tag match is going on, and, and the legal guys are back in the ring now. Crazy how that happened. Trey gets hung up on the ropes, and Blake misses a 450 back backflip. Trey locks in a leg lock and an arm bar, and Blake taps out. Good job almost killing yourself for a match that means nothing. Sammy Callahan interrupts to annoy me. Sammy asks, when are things going to get tough and cause Trey to flake out on them? Sammy says he doesn't have the passion, and Trey should just quit now. You know, you should take your own advice, fucking, you fucking idiot. Honestly, fuck that guy. Trey yells. And then we see ODB is ready to fight next. She proceeds to fix one of her giant titties. And then we cut to a bunch of workers wishing Tommy Dreamer a happy 50th birthday. (sighs) So his birthday is not actually until this Saturday, which is apparently why he is getting a title shot. that's the that's reason <clears throat> Matt Stryker says here is Kira Hogan great job knowing the worker's names you idiot Kimberly arrives with Diana Praza and Susan Susan is of course Susie or Sue Young she's now three faces of who fucking cares also no more tit window which is a shame uh, she now I guess is a member of Evolution ODB arrives drinking and she flashes her growler at the camera no thanks Look, I appreciate thickness. There's a lot of it in this match. But when half of your women's division is out of shape, it's not a great look. I'm all for, like, including some of the, of the thicker women because, like I said, I, I like the thickness. But when you then suddenly just have, like... And Deanna Praza can, can go, like right? You know? She is a little bit thicker, but she can go, you know? Uh, Ty Valkyrie, same thing. Kimberly is slow and plotting. Fucking Neveah is a dumpster fire. ODB is trash, and like Havoc is just like your typical great big fat chick, you know. Like Jordan Grace is thick and she's and she's good. Like it, it works her style very well. She's very strong. You know, the rest of these few chicks are just like, eh. I mean, we're here. It's not great. Um, all right, Kimber starts making fun of ODP ODB for having big fat titties. And then she runs runs her tubby titties into ODB, and this hurts her because ODP, which is of course one dirty pussy, uh, has giant tits. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. ODB boots Kimber, and then she grabs her jugs. So glad Impact is making women's wrestling so legit. Stryker starts talking about AEW, but there are zero AEW women in this match, so maybe save that for later and talk about the actual match that's going on. One dirty pussy up top, and she slams Kimber's face into her tar pit. Kimber is never going to get that smell out of her nostrils now. Kimber puts ODP into a Lotus lock, so ODP rolls back and flashes her Batcave at the camera. This is like. This is like what you show someone when you don't want to have sex with them for that night. You're just like, you know what, I'm going to put on a fucking ODB match, and then they're just, they're just not going to be in the mood anymore. Kimber picks up what appears to be a bloody maxi pad, and she throws it away. I don't know what the fuck that was. Stryker says he is a big fan of box. I am too, just not these boxes. We go to break as Deanna and Susan stomp on ODP outside the ring. One dirty pussy scratches her crab-infested snatch thatch and then jams her moist clam into Kimber's face. She then thribbing pins her for two. ODB again again jams Kimber's face into her cock trap, and Kimber is able to roll her up for two. Kimber hits a very slow discus spin kick. Like, really slow. ODB rips and Kimber off the top ropes as Deanna and Susan get on the apron. Jazz and Jordan then arrive and attack Deanna and Susan. How this match is not a DQ or no contest at this point? is because apparently AEW is also sharing their refs. ODB crossbodies Deanna and Susan, and then gets back in and gets rolled up for three. So a shitty women's match ends in a fruit roll-up. Great women's division you got there, Impact. Also, ODB has lost both of her matches since returning to Impact. Yeah. John E. Bravo is apparently running a casino now? Sure. I mean, I know that... Uh, Lawrence Dick shot him, jizzed on him, whatever. But apparently, this is what he's doing now. Uh, He is the dealer, and fa la 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 fat is there. He wants to make a bet using a cookie with a bite out of it. Alicia Edwards asks, "Is that a used cookie?" Uh, "No, sweetie, your used cookie." because he's fat, says it's gently used. Then he dies of diabetes. The Midnight Mare, which is apparently the casino that they're working on here. Is cash only at Swinger's palace. Swinger runs up to say, It's cash only here. Thanks. You just repeated exactly what Johnny Bravo said. Swinger calls over three hookers. He calls these Swingerellas. And they are apparently his security force. Bravo steals the cookie as three women drink 700 pounds of pure fat away. Johnny asks if Alicia Edwards is single. She says, I'm Alicia Edwards. And Swinger says, Well, I'm Terry Taylor. And Alicia says, oh, the Red Lobster. Comedy gold here, folks. Comedy gold. Diana, Susan, and Kimber are walking around the back. Susan is upset because that match was trash. Susan says she will go talk to Scott and make a six-women tag team match. All right, then. I wasn't aware that we were going to make a match for a pay-per-view. The Couple days before the pay-per-view, but alright. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for spoiling that for you guys. Cousin Jake arrives. His Tron still says the Deaners. Jake is upset because Cody, no, not that one, joined Violent by Design. He says he can be with his family again if he joins them. Out comes Eric Young, discount Bart Gunn, and please don't sue me, Cody Deaner. Young tells Jake to be the best he can be. Jake takes off his vest and throws it to the ground. Jake says, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And I stand for something. I stand for Jake something. Roll credits. Jake attacks Young, but the three of them overpower Jake. They put a chair around Jake's neck, but Deaner stops him. Young apparently can make matches now, and he says, it will be Jake something versus Deaner at no surrender. I'm sorry. We made two matches for the pay-per-view. That's in three days. All right. Well, sorry I spoiled that one for you too. Rohit is with Malabala Sheila, Shira, Shira. He's just now Shira. He, they they WWE his name. Rohit says PJ has to turn to his monster manic to win the X Division title, so Rohit is turning to his monster Shira. Except that doesn't make a lot of sense because all PJ did was put on a mask, and unless you're going to like fucking like cut him open like he's a fucking was that a tauntaun? And climb inside of him? Like, yeah, whatever. Uh, He'll win him back his belt, whatever. Tony Schiavone is with Tony I'm a fucking twat Mark Khan. Billionaire son of a billionaire talks about the forbidden door. And he says the forbidden door is apparently him. He just had to open himself. That's illegal. God, this guy cannot act. At least, like, Vince could act. And, like, yes, he would sometimes be over the top. It worked. This here is seriously like, you know, man, you know, you you, you pay all our paychecks. Sure, you can you, you can come on. You, you can come on the show and you can, it's your show. Go ahead. And then everyone behind the fucking cameras is rolling their eyes at how terrible he is. Khan talks about the great ratings they did. They run down the card for AW Dynamite. I highly doubt they do the reverse. I'm pretty sure. They do not show the card for impact on AEW. Khan thanks Kenny and Don Callis. Khan says he wants to do more big ratings. He wants more people to show up. Like, motherfucker, you can't do half the ratings of Raw. But sure, big ratings. Yeah, big ratings. The good twats are here to bury the talent. They are going to beat up Storm and Sabin. Why do all twats do the Chris Jericho thing and just recycle their old gimmicks? Like... It's so fucking unoriginal. They finger each other and we move on. Fire and Flava arrive. Sasha Banks arrives with Tasha Steele. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's, that's Kira Hogan. They look so much and act so much alike it's hard to tell them apart. Kiera has that ass hanging out and I approve. Kira is taking on Nevaeh. Let's see. Fire and Flava beat Havoc and Nevaeh for the titles. And Havoc beat... Tasha steals last week in a singles match. So the, the, there's still no reason for this feud to continue. Uh, there was no reason for the, the singles match last week either, but, you know, I mean, you have know, full time. So let's have them do another singles match, and this time, it's going to be Nevaeh against Kira Hogan. And, of course, I, I would assume that if Nevaeh wins, they can go for the titles. at no sensible booking because reasons. Nevaeh, who also has her ass hanging out, thank you, backslides Kiera, for two. Kira chokes Nevea on the ropes and steals, kicks Nevea in the face. Kira and her sexy ass are in control, and she chokes Neva with a boot. Neva chops Sasha Light, but Kira misses on a spin kick, but that was supposed to hit. Whoops. The sloppy exchange leads to Neva chopping the tits of Hogan and then dropping her face first. For two. Neva gets in a sleeper, but Hogan fights out. Neva drops Hogan and goes cunt to cunt for a pin on a two count kind of covers that. Tasha gets up on the apron, and the ref sees Tasha hit a code breaker, and so the ref calls for the bell, and the Veya wins via DQ. <sighs> yep. Jesus Christ, more fucking birthday wishes for Tommy Dreamer. This time, it's the AEW roster. So, he got his title shot again, because he's had his birthday around the pay-per-view. Just keep bearing your world title, that's fine. Yeah. He didn't earn it or anything of like that. He just... He survived long enough to get a title shot. And Jericho says he helped Tommy get a job in ECW, WCW, and WWE, yet again, just being a massive cunt taking fucking credit for people. Tasha and Wish.com Sasha bothers Scott more. They blame the ref, and they have a valid point. The refs are trash. Scott says since they both lost in singles matches that they have to defend the title belts at no shit. <sighs> made three matches. For the pay per view, that's I'm just I'm just gonna keep. Going. Larry D squeaks his way through a promo about having a match with Decay. Uh, they refuse to lay hands on a woman, so they got Teneal. Tanil says, Isn't Decay what people get on their teeth? She says they need to get a dentist. Did she get a concussion or something? This promo's fucking terrible. Caleb says, Any member of Jute Decay that wants to fight me can come on down here and do it. Like, there's only three of them, dude. Like, you're really gonna get fucking Black Ford Taurus, Rosemary, or Steve. And with that, Steve and Rosemary bring out Black Taurus. The mammoth Mexican arrives cosplaying as Shao Kahn. Striker says this guy's name is Black Taurus, not Taurus. Sure, it's spelled the same, but whatever. Taurus hooks Caleb's leg and suplexes him into a bomb and wins in just a minute. Yay. Brian Myers has an eye patch on for some reason. I'm not going to bother to look back and realize why that happened, because I don't give a shit. He pays Hernandez for teaming up with him at no surrender. They agreed to pay him half now, and then half after they win. And, of course, Falabaz sees this because holy shit, this fucking feud between them two of them has been going on the entire time we've done Impact Rundown. James Storms James Storm arrives Chris Sabin is out next They are taking on the Good Brothers for the titles But I thought pirate handjob fucking party however top contenders Anderson and Storm start things off with some back and forth Sabin gets in for a bit but tags out so they can both uh, send both twats outside and to the ring before the break Back from break and Storm and Anderson are legal. Stryker ex- likes to explain wrestling basics but after a while it just kind of feels condescending It's like Now, see, uh, what you got going on here is that uh, uh, two guys are in the ring, and then two guys are outside of the ring. And uh, the two guys in the ring are legal, unless the ref decides to just let everyone be legal. Gallus tags in and starts kicking the shit out of Saban. Striker explains why punching is effective in winning a match. Thanks, dude. Anderson back in. Matt Hardy and Discount Crime Time. Yeah, I'm putting them lower than the Street Profits. Yeah, fucking fight me. Uh, They arrive. Striker then just oversells his commentary like this is the greatest shit ever. Saban hits an enziguri and a, a lung blower by a storm leads to Mark Quinn hitting James Storm. So beer guns win, but the titles remain with the good brothers. <sighs> Back from break and matters with his slaves. Apparently they were upset that the beer guns chomped them for a title shot. Look, I get it, dude, because that made no sense. Like, you beat them. Why did they get a title shot before you? Whatever. Uh, go fuck Scott Damore's mouth though he's the one who fucked up the, up the booking Damore arrives and says that since they ruined the party they want to make sure that Storm and Saban don't ruin the private party get cause their names are, are private party Demore says they can't interfere with the match if they're in the match so I started this episode giving the match card for no surrender not realizing that Impact would then book four of the fucking matches on the go home show a very WWE of them it's time for a contract signing. Jesus, fuck, I hate contract signings. Rich Swann just signs a contract without saying anything. Good job letting your world champion talk. Dreamer says there are more deserving people in the back than him. Just because you admit it doesn't make it any less annoying. Dreamer says there are no holes in Swann's offense, but there are. In his ass, I mean his defense. Uh, and he's going to go after them. Moose then arrives. He calls over Swan for taking a night off. Yeah, he's pretty right. Damore tells Moose if he interferes here, he will be suspended forever. He'll be suspended forever. If only there was a better way to put that than that. Dreamer pulls out his phone to read a text message from Moose where he said Dreamer was tough. Dreamer says Moose looks like Mr. T if he joined the MIB. If only there was another guy in the MIB who was black. Also, Moose is bald and has no facial hair. So he literally just pulled the only mid uh, the only fucking black guy's name that he could think of out of his pocket. Because he does not look like Mr. T. <laughs> that might be racist, yo. Dreamer, a 50-year-old midcard worker, dominates the segment instead of letting Rich Swan and his weird plastic-looking face or Moose and his lazy promo delivery at, at any time to shine. Dreamer signs a contract and hugs Moose, as hugs, whoops, sorry, hugs Swan as Moose just fucks off yay that was fantastic so go watch No Surrender if you you know hate yourself uh and I I might be back next week or, or maybe we'll resuscitate Jeff again so we can take back Impact. over Impact Rundown but either way thanks for listening to Impact yeah. Rundown
1: no time, yeah I just can't stop winning these days. I've been surrounded by the villains these days. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via wrestling at gmail.com Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling and you can also follow our host, Adam, on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.